The latest God of War Ragnarok release date news is coming in a variety of ways. We've got more leaks. We've even got a pretty spicy tweet from the CEO himself, Corey Barlog. I'll be breaking it all down for you guys. This has been a hot debate. Many people think that the God of War Ragnarok release date is still in jeopardy. I don't think so. And we have more details about how it's all going to work now when it comes to god of war ragnarok what we like to do right here at the beginning of these streams is we like to give you the goods we like to give you like a short video if you've never been here before we enjoy doing this sort of actual you know update thing at the very very beginning it gives us an opportunity to give you all of the goods so if you've never been here before you can watch this and you can sort of uh you know get everything that you need before watching the live stream and I go to this scene here so make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the discussions and the live streams this is a reforge update god of war ragnarok release date updates continue to come through some from leaks some from the ceo himself and I'm going to break it all down for you very quickly in this video hit subscribe and the bell button if you like these quick updates and be sure to check out reforge gaming where I streamed this live. So I've got a report from Bloomberg. I've got more toys that are leaking basically proposed or rumored release dates. And Corey Barlog, the CEO, well, he's now, I believe, the director or producer. He is returning to Twitter to sort of squash any delay rumors. So we'll pull the thing first from Bloomberg. Game Informer had the following to say. News from Bloomberg, which reports that three people familiar with the development of Ragnarok say that PlayStation plans to release in November. So I had continued to say I saw this landing early November, maybe late October, but early November just felt like the right time. It's sort of right before the holidays. It's right before the Game Awards. And it was recently vacated by Starfield. Starfield originally had planned to land on November the 11th. Now, according to Bloomberg, June is not over. We already covered Summer Game Fest, the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, the Extended Showcase, as well as all of the other shows. And according to Game Informer, the publication reports that two of those three people expect PlayStation to announce an exact release date later this month, later in June of 2022. So that's sort of the the soft confirmation from Bloomberg in the wake of what happened the week of Summer Game Fest. God of War Ragnarok had its placeholder date updated in the Sony store to the fourth quarter of 2022, which led many people to say, it's getting delayed. And then other people started saying, no, it's just going to land in fourth quarter now instead of third quarter. Now we also have more toys getting leaked, according to Gaming Bible. As spotted on Reddit, an officially licensed God of War shirt created in collaboration between PlayStation and Jinx currently boasts a release date of October 2022. Now, that doesn't really mean anything, but this is another toy, this is another piece of merch, uh, this is another item that is apparently landing in October of this year. Now, this is not set in ink. <laughs> While the listing does state that the release date subject to change, fans think that this could be a strong hint that Ragnarok is definitely coming sooner than later. It also could just mean that the merch is going to land early. That's unlikely, but it is possible that merch starts to land significantly farther in advance than the game launches. I highly doubt that that wouldn't make for good merch sales. You want to land close to the release date of the game. Now, who is Corey Barlog? Why are we throwing his name around? What difference does it make if he 
is actually, you know, saying anything, okay? Now, according to DualShockers.com, Barlog served as lead animator on the original God of War game before taking on game director duties with the sequel. He stepped down as director after that before returning to the series with God of War when they rebooted the series in 2018. Now, he once again stepped back from directorial duties for the upcoming God of War Ragnarok, but he stayed on board as a producer. This means he will play a pretty major role in the game itself, even though he's not probably as hands-on. So as the producer, he returns to Twitter, okay? And according uh, according to reports here, according to DualShockers.com, the fact that he returned from a three-month Twitter hiatus to respond to J- David Jaffe's tweet, if you're not familiar with Jaffe, I hope I'm saying his last name right, he was the one that said God of War Ragnarok was DLC and then walked it back and said all sequels are DLC, which is hilariously stupid, but that's what he decided to say. Now, everybody got, you know pretty much zeroed in on this because Corey Barlog is responding to a guy who formerly worked on God of War. Like, that's where David Jaffe's history is. And then Barlog also used a smirking Ryan Reynolds tweet. So what did Jaffe say? Jaffe said, remember that Sony Insider pal who said Ragnarok 2022 was still on? Well, another Sony Insider pal texted me today saying it's no longer locked in and the release date is to be determined. Maybe 22, maybe not. It's 50-50. And Corey responds and says wait what and then replies with sort of a ryan reynolds smirk so Corey barlog all but confirming this is not true this is just somebody baiting this is just somebody looking for attention he gives him some nice attention with a quote tweet but essentially shooting down any other delay rumors okay so if you think the game is going to get delayed all signs continue to pour to it's coming this year we'll hopefully know end of june and the man himself Corey barlog comes out of hiatus to essentially say don't believe all these rumors not only is bloomberg saying it's coming this year we got toys saying it's coming this year but the producer of the game essentially saying it's coming this year as always if you enjoyed these short videos hit subscribe and the bell button or head over to reforge gaming where i stream them live as always i'll see you in the next video And I'll see the rest of you guys right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope it was really, really fun uh, for you. I hope you had a great Father's Day. If you are a father, uh, or maybe you just gave your father a great Father's Day. Um, Like my seat feels too low or something. There we go. Um, Hopefully you had a great Father's Day. I had a great Father's Day. I was a little scrambling this morning to get everything ready for the show because I decided I was just going to take it completely easy yesterday. I didn't do an ounce of work. I don't have a first look for you today. I didn't record anything. We were hitting first look pretty hard, Reforge first look, unless uh, unless Creature has a backlog of any of the demos I did. I'm pretty sure he already uploaded all the demos. So we'll start hitting that channel uh, you know, Tuesday through the rest of the week. I'll record some more this afternoon. We will be having, heading over to Reforge Radio today. There's a lot of things I want to cover over there. We will also be doing a reaction video today. Matty Plays had a really good video. I thought Mr. Matty Plays is his YouTube channel name. He had a really good video where he responded to the No Man's Sky Starfield comparisons. So we'll be looking at his video. We actually have, I think, enough good content in videos. We may be able to do reactions like every day uh, of the week. We don't know. I like the way the reaction content's going, but we'll see. Not as great as you did. Not at all of us managed to have some delicious steak and ketchup. Yeah, if you missed, uh, if you missed the 
the steak with ketchup member stream it's in the members only playlist we'll make a command linking to that we hit an insane milestone of 1500 members i didn't think we'd ever hit we're now within hitting 2000 members we basically have 10 days to hit uh to, to hit like 400 members yo it's good feed good to see you in the chat we need a members only incentive though we do we need a members only incentive for uh, the 2000. I can't think of anything that we would do. I don't want to do anything with my beard, my hair, or my body. People are like do a hot tub stream or shave your beard or head. I, I, I don't want to. I don't. I'm not interested in doing any of that. Uh, six months from McDo nine. Three months, five months lurking. Yeah, no, it's six months McDo nine. It shows the wrong month, whatever milestone, and then you hit it and it shows the right amount. It's super weird. Thank you for hitting a six-month milestone, McDo9. Welcome back in. Guys, make sure you're doing all of the daily rituals. You're hitting the like button. You're switching, you're switching to live chat. Make sure that you're doing that. Free coffee for all members? No. No. Oh, my goodness. No. But do you like my shirt? No talkie before coffee. My daughter got me this for Father's Day. She insisted that I wear both of the things she got me, and I, I'm supposed to show you. So she got me the Deadpool shirt. And she got me Deadpool shorts. <laughs> so <laughs> so she did a great job. My son got me one as well. I think it says like Best Pop and it's like a Coca-Cola shirt. He'll probably request that I wear that one tomorrow. Uh, so the, the shirt command today will take you to the Deadpool collection over there at 80s Tees. Always remember to support our various sponsors. Order coffee, become a member, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel. All those things support what we do. Hey, a brand new uh, member pushing us a little bit closer to 2,000 members. Jay Huddy 2410 enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. If you guys have never been here before, this is a safer work broadcast we do gaming news gaming topics and gameplay all throughout the week we've covered a lot of starfield and diablo 4 and sonic frontiers and god of war ragnarok the god of war ragnarok release date is continuing hilariously to be debated uh even though we now have the producer of the game this isn't like i remember when it was like artists or people that worked in other categories and other departments people were like I don't think so, man. Uh, these are these are just low-level employees. Well, the producer now himself has come down out of the ivory tower of a Twitter hiatus to say to say like, listen, uh, th- th- this game is coming. You know, he shoots down uh, he shoots down this rumor basically um, from people saying that like it looks like the game is gonna be delayed and it's like no it's not you guys are just talking out of your rear end um, I'm actually curious where you're gonna play Ragnarok uh, let's see God of War Ragnarok release date okay where will you play it okay I'm curious the people in chat. Now, I know there's people that are going to say no, so don't worry. I'll give you the option to say no. PS5, PS4, wait for PC, and then not going to. So we have God of War Ragnarok release date. Where will you play it? PS5, PS4, wait for PC, or not going to? That's going to be the poll for today. That is your, that is your, your daily poll. And I have a... Uh, a, a short that I need to push out about Skyrim 
we had people saying ridiculous things the other day about Skyrim. And so I have a nice little short that I grabbed about it. And it's not my my shorts do not hit your uh, your public. your like your public public like your your notifications for you know public videos as soon as we push a video public i can have it hit your subscriber feed i can have it your noties i am not uh doing that with those shorts but if you see them give them some love give them a like give them a comment give them a watch they're usually extremely short i'm on day one it comes to pc says a ps5 people are saying in chat PS5 when I get one says Mo yo welcome back in Roshan thank you for renewing your membership I appreciate that so much the end is near says I'll be playing on my PS5 uh, I have to wait for PC as nowadays with my disability PS4 and PS5 controller after 10 minutes create massive sharp pains in my hands oh that is not fun Ink Sanity he DMs pics of his shorts like when he wears short shorts I am not going to do that. If you guys want to hit 2,000 members, you need to come up with a, uh, a members-only perk or benefit or stream that won't be that. Oh, Distorted says, for 2,000 members, set up the cam and do a members-only reverse year stake stream. I've, I've had a lot of people saying that, and I just I don't know. I just don't know if that would work, if that would satisfy people. A reverse seer stream would be honestly... It would be okay, I guess. I mean, there's not much to show. It's in the oven for most of that time, um, you know? And then it's on the stinking cast iron for uh, not even two minutes. I don't know. I mean, I could have, I'd could i have to walk around and just talk with you guys on the mobile stream while we waited for it in the oven, and I got to be careful with that. Like, I don't want my kiddos on stream, and I, I obviously don't want, like, you know, landmarks of my neighborhood either. I'd have to be extremely careful. I don't know if that would even work, personally. I don't know if it would work. Release date when, Sony, when? Homie, I am so frustrated by the fact that it is now the 20th, and they won't say anything. You know what they're going to irritate me with? i tell you what they're going to do. I can feel it. Next week, okay? So next week, I'll be going out of town. Uh, I'll be going home for the 4th of July, like up to Ohio for like the weekend. I bet you 10 bucks they wait. They'll do it on like the 30th or some crap, and then I'll be gone and won't be able to enjoy it, you know? I'll be like, well, guys, sorry, I'm in Ohio. I'm hoping for something next week, you know what I'm saying? Reverse your stream talking about Star Wars and everything that's wrong with Obi-Wan. I don't have, we don't have that kind of time. We do not have that kind of time. I listened to 30 and Still Gaming's video on the recent episode. I listened to Angry Joe and then somebody else. I had to put it on like 1.5 play speed so I could listen to all of them this morning while I was getting things ready. Just take your streaming gear with you. Oh, yeah. I did that. I used to do that. There were two years where I did that, and it was just awful. Uh, reverse your live stream. I don't know. Ketchup ice cream. Oh, gosh, no. You guys are getting gross. Guys, if you're just tuning in, the God of War Ragnarok release date news continues to come in. There was more merchandise leaked. Uh, there was the report from Bloomberg that apparently we are going to be getting a God of War Ragnarok announcement in June. We, they've not said anything yet, so we're not really sure what's going on there, but apparently we're going to be getting one. And... They are set to launch in November. That's according to Bloomberg. And then the, the, the CEO, I put CEO tweets because I didn't want to put producer. He Was he ever the CEO? My, my thumbnail might be completely wrong. He's basically the producer, 
right? Uh, Barlog tweets at, at Jaffe and is like, listen, this, this, this delayed stuff is just, come on, what are you talking about? He does it in a kind way, does it in a cheeky way, but he basically says, man, shut up. This thing's not getting delayed, right? Barlog said it's coming. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what today's stream is about. I mean, a tweet from essentially the the, the, the guy in charge, the producer of God of War Ragnarok is like, no, nah, this thing's coming, bro. Never mind, don't want anything that could uh, hurt your career. Save 2,000 member stream for I told you so gameplay of Ragnarok. <laughs> Uh, does he say it? I don't know what you mean. Javi's scared because he doesn't want to wear uh, the mag hat for a week. Oh, did he say he has to do that if it comes out this year? 2,000 members surely must release the grocery bag merch with the tweet. Oh, that I need to find a new career? <laughs> no, no, I don't need to find a new career. He does. Yeah, you're getting scrubbed from every website, bro. Only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. <laughs> The CEO of the studio head is Yumi Yang. Think Barlog is like creative director. Barlog is producer. Barlog's producer. I thought he was the CEO, right? I thought it was the CEO because he 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 tweeted. I was like, oh, that's the head honcho. That's head honcho. Senior creative director and now producer for Sony Santa Monica. He's not CEO. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to change the thumbnail to be like what? What did I put? I don't even remember. I made it this morning super fast. Um, CEO tweets about delay. Uh, maybe I could just change it to Corey Barlog or something. That's that thumbnail's bad. I didn't realize that. I thought he was a CEO. And anyway, in any case, we'll we'll I'll have to update it. I'll have to update the thumbnail and post. PC should get uh, all console exclusives day one. Think for the money. Now, here's the thing that people keep bringing up. People keep bringing up, you know, God of War came to PC. God of War Ragnarok will come to PC, right? 100%. 100% will be coming. And, uh, And we know it will be coming because of commentary from the developers about God of War on PC. So, if you guys remember... We actually played God of War PC gameplay right here on the channel to showcase it. Now, around that time, okay, around that time, there was an interview with one of the developers, and she said that they had learned significant things porting God of War over to PC, and they actually changed some of their pipeline and some of their processes, processes, however you say it, they changed some of that with Ragnarok. So Ragnarok will port to PC significantly easier and arguably faster than the than the original game that they did it with. They did it with God of War 2018. So God of War Ragnarok is basically primed to come to PC. Now, many people, okay, will say things to the extent of oh well why wouldn't you just release on PC at the exact same time he never said no it was just a gift no he did. He said more than just a gift Mo he said wait what he literally retweeted Jaffe's claims and said wait what as if to say wait what what is this this is news to me right this is news to me bro I, there's nobody there, this, game's, this game's release date's not in doubt homie he was shooting him down it was not, it was not just the gift Maybe do members only giveaway at 2,000. Doesn't have to be anything super crazy, just spitballing. I hate giveaways. I, like, absolutely hate them. 
Um, so the the idea of like, oh no no no, release the Sony games on PC at the same time, you'll make way more money. There's a there's a handful of reasons why they don't want to do that. First and foremost, they're really not going to want to do that with Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. Those are the ones that are out on the horizon, okay? God of War Ragnarok will be the last cross-gen first-party title. First-party titles from that point on will be PS5 only. So, knowing that and knowing about PS5 circulation, saturation, how how many they can make, the market saturation, etc., they are going to want to wait before doing anything that would give people the opportunity to buy the game and not need a PlayStation 5, okay? So, the PlayStation 5 saturation is still, I would think, years away from where they really, really want it with respect to uh, their fir- the, you know, the, the, the first-party titles being only on PS5, okay? A nine-month milestone from William. Thanks for hitting nine months. We're out here supporting our guy every day. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you very much. Get back in here as a member, all right? We got 10 days left to get like 400 more members. We're going to hit 2,000. I'll come up with something big and crazy as a celebration, all right? We'll think of something. Now, there's another element to PS5s that you have to look at some financial reports to get a glimpse into another reason why they would not release these games on PC day and date, okay? Every single time... PS5s repopulate the market. They get a bunch of them out there. They sell a bunch of them. They have an insane surge of sales on a bunch of their first-party titles, okay? Whether it's Miles Morales or Forbidden West or whatever, they have this crazy surge of sales. Take that reality and combine that with the fact that they just made it a lot easier to not buy a lot of those first-party titles except for, like, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, Returnal, and... Uh, and and Forbidden West. So Horizon Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Returnal are all too new. Are they, Wait, are they on PS Plus? Did they add those? Is the only one that's not on there Forbidden West? They might have actually... No, yeah, Returnal's on there and so is Rift Apart. They're old enough to be on there. It's insane to me that those games are on there. So the only game, okay, the only game that can enjoy a big boon in sales now when they repopulate the market with PS5s is 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 Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West, okay, and Ratchet. Okay, so Returnal's on there, but Rift Apart is not. So you got Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and then you got Forbidden West, and soon to be God of War Ragnarok, this year, probably in November. So they are not going to want to undercut that by being like, oh, let's also do simultaneous PC releases. The way that these games have sold on PC shows that the PC crowd will buy them even if they have to wait. You also have to consider how many people played God of War 2018 on PC and now they're like, oh man, I gotta get my hands on a PS5. I I wanna play the sequel to this. So they are actually creating incentives for people to not only buy their games and play them on PC, but also potentially become a console owner of their of their product because they're not going to want to wait. I don't think that people are going to wait that long and be like, no, I decided I don't want to play it now. It finally came to PC. I think the window of time is 12 to 18 months. I think God of War Ragnarok lands this November. 
honestly I could see it next holiday landing on PC they wait like one year I could see them doing it in a much shorter fashion than they have been Sony loses 30% to Steam and 20% to Epic Sony makes 100% of the sale on their platform they are not going to put games on PC day one Corey thank you so much for adding an entirely other element an entirely new element to the discussion that's exactly right they don't want to do a revenue share with another platform until they've hit maximum sales with their brand new titles PC they still multiplayer than different than Sony I'm not sure what shiv that sentence doesn't even make any sense played some Ninja Turtles this weekend on Game Pass dope game my wife and I beat it we beat it on easy I don't like playing it actually can get a little challenging in some of the fights even on easy I was playing with my kiddos on easy and there's one where like you can't attack the boss until he lands in the middle of the room or something and uh, we had a hard time with it but overall wonderful absolutely well worth playing that game uh, it's a love letter to fans of Turtles in Time, honestly. It's what it felt like to me. It'll eventually be on PC. No reason to put it on there. Let's take a look at the poll if you're just tuning in. God of War Ragnarok release date. Where will you play it? 269 votes. 58% of you are saying PS5. And then it's like a three-way tie between PS4, wait for PC, and not going to a 12, a 17, and a 13. So... Most of the audience here this morning will play it on a PS5 whether whenever you get around to it. You might not even have one yet, but maybe you end up waiting. Curious to see how God of War Ragnarok feels next gen. I'm playing God of War 18 for the first time. I'm amazed how it really feels like a PS3 cranked up to a PS3 game cranked up to 11. That's not a criticism, mostly enjoying it. Yeah, but see you but you're playing it on a PS4. I don't think God of War 2018 really soars until you get it off that platform. You gotta have the higher resolution and frame rate because it just, there's so much going on. And again, I don't know why you would say a PS3 game cranked up to 11. What PS3 games did you play that even came close? Like, oh, say cranked up to 11, right? What's the best PS3 game in your mind then? And how does it even come close to God of War 2018, right? Put it on a stand and always have it pouring at what you're pointing what you're doing live, like harness harness on your for a POV angle, never show the background of where you oh, 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 I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Oh yeah, The Last of Us was a PS3 game. Yeah, that probably was the greatest game for the PlayStation 3. And you think so? Rag, you think Ragnarok is basically better than The Last of Us? I'm not saying it looks like a PS3 game. I'm saying it feels like a, an old schooler game in almost every way. Oh, 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 oh! I get what you're saying now. So you're not saying like, oh, it kind of looks like a PS3 game. You're saying it's got a feel of one of those older games. I would, I would actually probably concede that there are elements of God of War 2018. You can tell they're doing trickery because the PS4 was a, you know was a system a little too weak for that game, you know? Ragnarok will feel b- similar to God of War 2018. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Guys, let's get 200 likes. There's plenty of people here. We've had a nice, strong start to the day. 44 more likes. Uh, our second show of the day will be reaction content. We might do, every day this week might be reaction content for the second show because there's so much to react to. I'm, today I'm reacting to Mr. Maddie Plays. He did a video about Starfield getting compared to No Man's Sky. Uh, Alana Pierce had a video about Sonic. Josh Strife Hayes has got some content about Diablo. 
There is so much out there. We may even circle back. Digital Foundry had a good video about Starfield. There's so much out there. Make sure you're using the Discord to suggest videos to me uh, to react to. Our reaction content's pretty highbrow, though. It's not just me watching a video. I do lots of pausing, interacting, debating, and discussing. So make sure you are here for that. All consoles feel like old games. Controllers can only do so much with new DLC. Butters putting out that low-hanging bait there. GTA 5 was on PS3. Are we talking exclusives? GTA 5 looked great on a PS3. I mean, I was amazed at what The Last of Us did with the PS3. Now, if you look at The Last of Us remake compared to the original, you're like, oh, wow, we have come a long way. We have come a really long way. One of the greatest things that Digital Foundry did in their video, I'm telling you, I think I need to react to that one too later this week, is they just compared it to games that, that, that we're forgetting how far we've come. We really are. I presume Sony's PC strategy will be similar to Xbox's with Game Pass, namely to release a big game every three to six months on the platform from their back catalog, says Chris. I think that's a pretty good prediction. I do. A two-month milestone from my man Kenneth. Has your stomach recovered from the ketchup steak? Yes. My wife had a backup ribeye. It was bigger. It was in better shape. Like, we had two ribeyes, and one was clearly the runt of the litter. And I was like, let's use that one for the ketchup. (laughs) Let's use that one for the ketchup. That was really fun, though. I mean, it it, it tasted honestly terrible, and it was so gut-wrenching. I could tell that the steak had been prepared perfectly by the way that it just, you know, you you could bite into it and tell. But it tasted awful. Like, all you taste is ketchup. Ketchup is the single, like, worst condiment in existence. It's so ridiculous. So is it delayed? No. No. It wasn't the CEO. I need to update my thumbnail. I'm not trying to clickbait. I genuinely thought Corey Barlog was the CEO until just this morning when I got my pre, uh, pre-show pre ready. I was like, oh, he's the producer. I'm like, well, it's too late now. We're running it. We're going live. You know, frick it. We'll do it live. So we just went with it live. The producer of God of War Ragnarok has essentially said, this game's not getting delayed. I don't know why people keep saying this. Bloomberg... Bloomberg reporting that two to three people close... No, it's three people close to the project are like, it's good to go in November. Two of those people said there'll be an announcement in June. So the God of War Ragnarok release date announced in June is is what we're hearing from Bloomberg. In addition to that, there was more merch. There was a new shirt. Uh, If you guys are familiar with Jinx... Jinx with like the up down, upside down exclamation point. If you're familiar with Jinx, they are working on a God of War Ragnarok piece of merch, a shirt or something, and it's slated for an October release, like late October or something. I hope Horizon uh, gets put on the back burner. It's way too much of a Ubisoft game. What? <laughs> First of all, what do you mean by that? Second of all, what? What are you even saying? Do we have a coffee order yet? It's telling me I have an email. Hey, we do! My spidey sense was tingling. First order of Reforge Rose, three bags of dark to Silent Warrior. If you guys missed the memo, I took some great pictures for Creature. Uh, we have re-upped, we have changed the bags, we've changed the branding. Everything is now Reforged. Look at those beautiful bags. Look at all that wonderful use of negative space. Just pure, clean branding. Reforge roast. We have a light roast and a dark roast. Try one of each. If you've never tried our coffee before, it's the same base flavor, but one's light, one's dark. And if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, 
you need to try our coffee out. We should have the web presence updated sometime this week. Horizon is AC with dinos, let's be honest. No, I'm not going to concede that because that's stupid. They are so dramatically different. First and foremost, Horizon Zero Dawn's first game has minimal, if not barely any, melee combat. So you just sound silly, my friend. Like, 90% of Assassin's Creed combat is melee-based, okay? And 90% of the combat in Horizon Zero Dawn is arrows, abilities, slowing time down, knocking pieces off the dinos. Like, it's no, it's, it's, it has... The only thing it has in common with Assassin's Creed maybe is the big map. Like you're not you're, you you can do stealth, but I guess the stealth would be would be more would be it has more in common with the stealth than anything else. Now they added significantly more melee based combat in Forbidden West, but like I don't know. It's my take. Takes can be bad. Horizon general gameplay loop, the UI elements, progression sphere, all the Ubisoft formula. I I don't know if that's original to Ubisoft. I think you're attributing something to Ubisoft that's common in action adventure games. Right? So like, sure, Far Cry 3 might be one of the first games I remember that did that. And then you have Assassin's Creed. But are they the are they really the first action adventure game to do that? They actually might be now that I'm thinking about it. They do use that formula quite a bit, but they're not the only one that does, are they? I think he means pointlessly large open worlds. Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West were not pointlessly large open worlds. I thought they were very well built. If you guys are just tuning in, we're getting off onto tangents, but the main subject is God of War Ragnarok release date. Take the poll at the top of the chat. The poll at the top of the chat says, God of War Ragnarok release date... Where will you play it? PS5 is winning with 58%. The other three are like a three-way tie. PS4, wait for PC, or you're not going to play it. After 94 hours, I was glad that I finished Horizon Forbidden West when I did. Hey, referee, remember me? I told you I liked your Spider-Man shirt. I don't know. Why are you calling me referee? You told me you like my Spider-Man shirt? Referee. Oh my gosh! How did you find me? I know who you are. I know who you are. I do remember you. I was don't don't put you you gotta be real careful. You gotta be real careful on the internet. Uh you gotta be real careful on the internet. Don't put any any uh, information in chat about yourself. I but I know you. I know when where we were and what we were doing when you told me that you like my Spider-Man shirt. I wasn't a ref, though. I was an assistant coach. It's so funny that you called me a referee. I wasn't a ref. I was an assistant coach. That's funny. He said Reforge. Who said Reforge? What are you talking about? If only we can play as the male protagonist in Horizon, I'll play it. But nah, it's just a female protagonist. Wait, did you type that and you and you meant it? What? What? Not sure about this, but Apple Podcast still has the SNTR branding. It shouldn't. We've updated all that stuff. I, here's 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 the weird thing. Here's the weird thing about you typing that and meaning that, right? Oh, it corrected Reforge to referee. Where did you tell me that you liked my Spider-Man shirt? Did you do it in YouTube chat? 
if you if, okay so if you meant to say reforge and not referee i was like i thought you were talking about like a, a place where i was like assistant coaching something what, did you tell me in real life that you liked my spider-man shirt origins was 2017 horizon forbidden west was 2017 so which assassin's creed are they comparing this to I mean, if you go back to Far Cry 3 and early Assassin's Creed games, Eugene, I do think it's fair to say open-world RPG elements in an action-adventure game is something that Ubisoft, you know, has done. You were doing the Sonic Frontier stream. Holy frick. Okay, with all due respect, I love you, and I love the fact that you're back, and you, you watched that stream, and you came back. Homie, I don't remember that. I get comments on my shirts every single day. I've got a really, really huge... I'm a t-shirt connoisseur. I have a massive t-shirt collection, so I think my wife got these shorts, and my kids are just taking credit. They're awfully short. I feel like I'm, I've bought into a scam here. Aloy's an interesting character. Shouldn't that be the only thing that matters? Yeah, I'm just, I don't, I've never really understood. I'm not saying I don't like female protagonists. I meant like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where you can play as both female and male sides. I don't care if you go into Assassin's Creed and you're like, I prefer to play as a dude. That doesn't bother me at all. But to not play Horizon Forbidden West because you can't play as a dude seems kind of silly. Like, I did that... You're you're literally chopping off your nose to spite your face. It's like you're denying yourself great games and gameplay by being like, I need to be able to pick a dude. You know what I'm saying? The excitement for Ragnarok's off the roof. Yeah, God, the God of War Ragnarok release date is something that they just continue to dangle. Like, I couldn't believe when Corey Barlog tweeted, I was like, you son of a gun, why don't you guys just tell us when it's coming? Can you just do that? You know what I mean? Can you please just do that? Yo, good morning, Toasty. Quiet Shy says, Yeah, God of War Ragnarok's not for me. Kratos isn't a girl. <laughs> Got my coffee yesterday. Love the drawing. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. It just doesn't feel right to me. It's just me. You know what you should do? You should try it and see if, if, see if it holds, right? Play like a Tomb Raider or something. Play something and see if it changes your mind. Forbidden West is an amazing game. I'm still not done with it because I just love doing the side quests and every mission. Yeah, I did. I went back and played that update, man. The transmog, super, super dope. I would love to... I would love to be able to play a game like that and clear the map. I just i am not in a place like that in my life. I just can't do it. Too busy. We can't do tons of gameplay here. It just doesn't work, you know? It just doesn't work. If you guys missed the news, we're going to have to restructure from Fridays, I think. I think we're going to have to go back to when it was just gameplay, and I think we're going to have to do fresh playthroughs of games I haven't played yet. I think people will be more interested in that because the Elden Ring No Summons run, just it's it's really lo- people have lost interest, and I think we need to wait for DLC, but I still think from Friday can be an amazing thing. Truth be told, gameplay is just a tough sell here. It's a tough sell because... I would say 80% of the audience is like, I just want to listen to a talk show. I don't want to watch gameplay. I think most people subscribe to this channel for a talk show because it's with, with, in their defense, if that's their preference, I think it is. It's mo- it's what we do most of the time. You know what I mean? Don't worry, he's not the first person to be scared of women. I don't think he's scared. He's just saying he doesn't like it. 
You know? I, I He's allowed to have that preference. You know what I mean? What's your opinion on Five Nights at Freddy's? I've never played them. Appreciate uh, that more. I would appreciate that more, Lono, for that change. You'd appreciate what? I'm bored of the No Summons Run, not gonna lie, and just showed up for the support. I, it just didn't it just didn't hook people the way we thought it was gonna hook people, right? And we we thought we thought it was gonna hook people, it just didn't, you know. I don't think there's malice behind this trend of thought. I used to be the same way. I couldn't identify with a female character. Yeah, I I think there listen, let we can have this debate. I think there can be total innocent, no malice. In, in someone's preference of being like, I just don't like playing as a girl. Like, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. As long as it's not malicious and hateful, I think that preference is fine. Because guess what? There are people on the opposite end of the spectrum that are like, dude, I love playing as a chick. You know, they're like, I think it's great. There are guys that will intentionally make their character all like voluptuous and stuff because they just, they think it's dope to run around as a super hot chick. There's women that do the exact same thing. They want their character to look like a dadgum runway model. There's people all along the spectrum. I think it's okay as long as it's purely rooted in preference and you're not like being a jerk about it. Like, this is stupid women are weak I don't want to play like if you're if that's your attitude you know you can frick off all the way to next week or maybe never come back like that's just dumb okay but if it's just a preference thing I don't have a problem with that I'm not bothered by that I don't think it's malicious I think in most cases there's just some sort of underlying issue I don't know we I don't want to over psychologize someone who's like dude I just prefer to play as a dude like you know what I'm saying it, it's no different than if you go into a character creation game and you make your guy look like you. Like, you give him dark complexion, light complexion, you give him beard, you give him whatever. You, like, I think that might be the driver. If that's the primary driver, is they're like, I would just prefer the character to be somebody I can see myself in, you know? A strong dad, you know, fighting through all these battles with his son. Well, I can, I can really connect with that, you know? Horizon Forbidden West is a loner, abandoned girl, you know, and you might play them like, I can't really identify with the character, and that can affect your enjoyment of the game. You're like, I, this is one of the reasons why I don't like playing as a girl, because I can't identify with a character. I don't, I, you know, I don't play games with that mindset. I don't. When I play Tomb Raider or Horizon Forbidden West, I'm more of like enjoying the spectacle of this person's awesome doing awesome stuff. I only start seeing myself in the character if it's a game where I connect, you know, in a stronger way to what the character's gone through. That's why I loved Bayek in Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. It was just, I identified with him. This guy that had something terrible done to him, and he's a family man, and he's on this revenge kick. I'm like, I know exactly what that's like, right? Yo, JoJo, renewing that membership, coming back in. Welcome back in. I appreciate that, JoJo. I'm a burly, deep voice guy, and all my mains are chicks. Just preference. Yeah, as long as it's preference and not rooted in hate, I don't want to jump to conclusions about somebody. Do we still not have 200 likes? Come on, chat. We needed six more likes. Come on, let's go. Let's get the 200 likes before the first hour is up. That really helps us out. If you're new to the channel and you've never been here before, I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. Today's topic is God of War Ragnarok release date. The producer, not the CEO. We need to update our our, uh, our thumbnail there. 
the producer essentially tweeting and saying this game's coming we also combed over all of the other aspects of god of war news you've got uh, another piece of merch slated for october you got bloomberg saying three people close to the project are saying it's coming in november two of those people saying there'll be an announcement in june so do all the things that supports the channel smash the like button make sure you're on live chat if you haven't hit subscribe yet do so consider becoming a member we're inching closer to an insane milestone of 2,000 members i haven't come up with a good uh incentive yet for that i'll come up with something i will i'll come up with something Distorted says, I'm trying to think and can't think of a single game with a female as the main protagonist that wasn't a good game. Right, so if I'm trying to sympathize or empathize with someone who's like, I just couldn't get into Tomb Raider or Horizon Zero Dawn. One of the main things that happens in those games is bad, crummy, annoying things happen to them and you want to help them overcome that. That's not going to land as strong if someone's like, I can't connect to the character because I'd, I'd rather it be a dude. Does that make sense? Like, if it was some dude with red hair who was getting beat up and treated like crap and was an outcast, it might be easier for somebody to be, like, angry and wanting to get revenge and wanting to get behind the character. I do think the character and what they look like for some people is a catalyst for connection. That's not true for me, but I'm not that kind of person. So everybody's different. Yo, bigger, uh, big red. I'm sorry, big red coming in and hitting a three month milestone. Welcome back. Thanks for keeping your membership going. So my childhood, yes, yes. <laughs> that shirt's dope. I needed. Sadly, this is not over at 80s Tees. My daughter got this for me for Father's Day, and I said that I would wear it. I was actually gonna wear. This might have been hokey. Maybe this wasn't. I don't know. Maybe she saved me from doing some dumb white guy thing. But I have a really cool Black Panther shirt with like, it's like really cool colors, like orange and yellows and stuff. I was going to wear it for Juneteenth, but I was like, maybe that was stupid. Was I being stupid? Maybe she saved me from being stupid, but I was going to do that. And it, it's a shirt. That's actually a shirt from 80s Tees. That is actually a shirt from 80s Tees, but. I don't know. Maybe she saved me from being some dumb dumb. I it, it it seemed like a nice thing, and then and then I was like, maybe she saved me. Was I gonna be that dumb dumb? I might have been being that dumb dumb because I don't I don't know how to do those sorts of things and not just look stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you just end up feeling stupid. You're like, I want to be supportive, but I feel like as I try to be supportive, it just ends up coming off dumb, you know? I, I think I overanalyze things as well. That's that's maybe partially the problem. My character is a projection of me, only applies to create characters. You know, when you can create the character, right? Other than that, I could not care less about the main character as long as the story's good. Ah. <clears throat> uh, uh, Death says, nah, you out of straight. Out of straight what? You should just warn your dashiki. <laughs> Shut up. I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to do put on garb like that. That's ridiculous. That wouldn't make any sense. And uh, I don't know. Safer just to not. I know in these days, it's like you get judged for your efforts to support and then you get judged for not supporting. I'm like, what the frick do people want? What do you want me to do? <laughs> it's like, 
I'll just do nothing. You give it you've given me support paralysis. Maybe I'm out of touch with gamers, but I don't identify with any video game character regardless of gender because I realize the games are fiction. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think he means you'd have been straight. Well, it's the thought that counts at this point because I didn't frigging do it. Can you at least adjust the lights behind you? <laughs> Shut up, Abe. Oh my gosh. Anyway... Everyone's different, but for me, when I watch a show and can identify with a character, it's it's huge for me. It's huge for me. It's not here yet, but my my wife for Father's Day, she had this idea. She's like, I don't know if it's corny or not, but it's not corny. I love it. It's super thoughtful, and I can't wait for it to get here. She got me a drive shaft ring because Charlie and Lost is one of my favorite characters. And the reason I've always liked Charlie is because he has a redemption arc, okay? The people around him failed him, and he got into a crappy situation, and he did crappy things, and he turns his life around, right? The island is his, is a catalyst for his redemption, and he does this awesome, amazing, sacrificial thing. You know, he's got one of the most poignant points in the show. They gave him one of the most pivotal points, not Penny's vote. And so she wanted to get that ring for me because he's my favorite character, and... You know, I obviously have had the reason everything's named Reforge is because I've kind of had my own redemption arc in certain ways. And so I was like, no, that's awesome. I want that. So I can see people looking at the character and being like, I can't connect with the character. I'm not going to play this game for 35 hours or more when I don't feel connected to what's going on, especially if it's story driven. Like, think about it from the perspective. Do you want to know why the first Last of Us is so popular, right? You want to know why? Because a bunch of dudes in their like mid late 20s, mid 30s played that game and connected with the idea of protecting like a daughter like relationship like that, you know, and the visceral nature of the game and like being that survivor, being that guy that that gets through the, the terrible situation. That's one of the reasons that The Last of Us was so popular is it spoke to it spoke to that audience that's a large portion of the gaming audience right you know upper 20s mid 30s and up you know average age gamers 28 so many of the gamers are male now the the, the gamer you know the, the the gamer gender breakdown gets more of a mixed 50 50 split once you include mobile but when you're just looking at consoles it is predominantly male and that's one of the reasons that the last of us did so well i think that's one of my opinions about why the second one got all the hate that it did but but i i I, that's why i don't want to dismiss someone who's like bro i can't play a game as a girl i don't want to dismiss them and be like you're just a patriarchal you know misogynistic hater it's like no i i'm actually you know in huge support of women i just don't want to play as one in a video game right as i said i think you're missing out on great opportunities some of my favorite games returnal Hellblade and uh, Returnal Hellblade and Horizon Zero Dawn because I like Zero Dawn more than Forbidden West I think. Those three games are some of my favorite games, especially Hellblade and Returnal and I'm playing as a woman like the, the, the story in Hellblade and the story in Returnal spoke to me at like a, especially Hellblade, like a spiritual level, even though I'm playing as a woman. Give me your history, Lono. I can see you connecting with Aloy's story. I do like Aloy's story. I like her story more in the first game, I think. The second game felt so mixed up. It felt 
who's the bad guy? Well, that's not really the bad guy. This is really the bad guy. Well, that's not really the bad guy. This is the bad guy. Like, I had a harder time connecting with the story in the second game. Yeah, I loved Control. Yeah, I loved Control. I played as a woman in that game. I didn't really connect to the story in Control. I thought the uh, the setting and the aesthetic and the art style and the sound design and the sets, the way they set it up and the combat was just stellar. But, you know, still. JW hitting a 17-month milestone, renewing that membership. Best 13 months. It always shows the wrong month count to you guys. Best 17 months of your life. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating. Hope all is well. Thank you, JW. Welcome back in. So if you guys are just tuning in, we've been discussing God of War Ragnarok release date. If you've never been here before, I am safe for work. A lot of people treat me like video game radio, and uh, so you can subscribe in confidence. We've had a handful of new subscribers this morning, so thank you. So this is a pretty strong turnout, likely of mostly people already subscribed to the channel. So I appreciate you returning to the channel and enjoying the coverage. We will be doing a reaction video later. Our second show will be me reacting to Mr. Matty Play's video about Starfield. I hope he's okay with reaction-style content. Uh, I think most YouTubers of good size don't care, and I, I hope he's cool with it. We're going to be looking at some other reaction content this week, perhaps Alana Pierce, her Sonic video, Josh Strife Hayes has done some Diablo content. We'll be checking it out, and I think that the way we do reaction content, we could do it on a more regular basis on the channel, especially when news gets a little bit lighter. We can kickstart the day with a topic, do some reaction, and then go over to Reforge Radio for the rundown of all the news topics that we missed. Today on the Reforge Radio Rundown, we'll be talking about Halo, Diablo 4, and shoot, I forgot the third. But those are our two stronger leads, I think. That's probably why I forgot the third. Let me just look in the Discord and cheat here. Uh, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why you couldn't connect with Deathloop? Because the main character wasn't female? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't connect with I couldn't connect with the story in Deathloop, you know? I have an easier time connecting with women and you know playing as a woman than uh, a black dude, I guess. No. I actually thought he did a phenomenal job. He was actually one of my favorite parts of Deathloop, was the guy who voice acted uh, Colt. I thought he did a stellar job. I'm surprised he didn't win more awards. He got tons of nominations. Sadly, I don't think he got enough uh, enough of the actual wins, but he got a lot of noms. I actually thought he did a stellar job. It was the it was the gameplay. It wasn't his fault. If the gameplay would have delivered, I, I would have loved it because he was, I think, a really good catalyst to the character. It made me feel connected to the character. He he and the uh, and the antagonist. I kind of feel like if someone can't connect with because the character isn't like them, it says more about their own lack of empathy than it says about anything about the game, to be fair. Well, yes and no, Sean. Yes and no. Because I definitely connect with stories like, if there's a story about a dad and a daughter, I'm going to connect to that way faster than a story about, like, I don't know, uh, a gay woman politician, right? The more degrees of separation, the harder it's going to be for me to connect. Like, okay, well, it's a, she's a woman, she's gay, and she's a politician. I don't know what any of those things are like. It could still be a wonderful story, and I enjoy it. But the degrees of connection, the, the, more, they, the more they diverge from you, it can be harder. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying it can be more challenging because it's like, well, here's a guy in his 40s and 
and he's got a kid, he's got a daughter, and they have this amazing connection. I'm going to connect with that at a deep level, right? I'm going to connect with that at a deep level. But if it's somebody who is like 100% opposite from me, I'm going to connect with it in a different way. It's like, well, this is going to help me understand another perspective. This is going to help like raise my consciousness. This is going to help increase my empathy and sympathy for somebody who's not like me. So I'm connecting, but I'm connecting in a vastly different way. There's a difference between understanding a situation uh, and with resonating with a situation. Hard to disagree on this one. We are not the same, says MJ. I'm not sure what you're disagreeing with, me or somebody else. People shouldn't be connecting their real-life existence to fictional characters. The secondary function of fiction is to provide an existence outside your own. I don't understand why you're creating an imperative. Why should we not be connecting our real-life existence to fictional characters? I, when I read books to my kids and there's extremely poignant parts like in the Chronicles of Narnia one of my favorite points is in The Horse and His Boy where Shasta is in the mountain pass and he tells Aslan he's like I must be the most unluckiest boy in the world and he's like tell me your sorrows and Shasta recounts all these instances that he thinks are just terrible and Aslan's like wait 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 and he changes his entire perspective it's like I was there the entire time keeping you safe and guarding you and keeping you on the path and I connect with that almost instantly I'm like I can get so down in the mouth I can think that everything is terrible I can think I'm the most unluckiest boy in the world or the unluckiest person in the world and yet I lose sight of all the good things that have happened and all the excellent things that have led to where I am right now so I completely disagree with that I think seeing yourself in characters and in stories can be inspiring it can be encouraging it can be humbling it can it can change your outlook on a situation just reading fiction alone can enliven the imagination and give you a sense of hope or a sense of peace about something in the Lord of the Rings when Gandalf tells Frodo one of my favorite parts is Frodo says I wish the ring had never have come to me another very similar line of thinking is Shasta saying I'm the most unluckiest boy in the world so he tells Gandalf I wish the ring had never have come to me and Gandalf says so do all who see such times and he and he walks through how you were meant to get the ring you were meant for this this is meant to happen to you and that's a comforting thought like that scene every time hits me like a ton of bricks I connect with fiction and, and, and stories of redemption and stories of hardship and trials in a much more deeper way now especially after the last two years yesterday was like the two year anniversary and what a difference right what a difference my life is now I mean yesterday was probably the best father's day I've ever had right it was just there was a different there was a different feel in the air and when you can watch those stories and connect with those people, it makes the story more memorable, right? It makes the characters more memorable. So I, I disagree. I think connecting to fictional characters is massive, right? It's massive. It's a massive point of enjoyment of the art. Identifying with another person, fictional or not, is part of the human experience. Imagining the world through different eyes, imagining different worlds entirely that's great stuff there right like i absolutely love playing games like this like there are moments in god of war where you kind of feel that you're like man i i know what he's going through right he's he's trying to connect he's trying to see how you know how 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 things are going no umbrellas were harmed this father's day you know what is so incredibly funny and i i don't i don't take instances like this lightly so yesterday 
yesterday the thing that I wanted to do for Father's Day my kids wanted to do all this different stuff they wanted to go to the zoo they wanted to go to the science center I'm like none of that's for me like you guys would enjoy that and you guys get to do stuff like that all the time I said I want to sit outside let's set up the umbrella it's beautiful out it's like like mid mid to high 70s it just feels wonderful out right now let's sit outside and I want to read and I'll set up the sprinkler and the pool you, the kiddie pool you guys want to play in the water because it's hot they got really excited about that and so that's what I did I sat outside and read and I kid you not I go inside to do something at some point in time and the umbrella get got blown over right and I thought how hilarious right how hilarious this thing because the new one the new one almost I've never had it blow over you know they, they sent me a new one we weighed it down in a different way and it and it never it uh it never it never falls down and yet serendipitously on father's day it it blew over and I like laughed I was like are you kidding me that thing's not blown over uh you know in an age so I go out and I set it back up and it just felt metaphorical it's metaphorical it felt metaphorical that it didn't break right it's a stronger umbrella it didn't break the wind knocked it over and it was totally fine and then we were fine the rest of the day so I don't know I saw a thread in that I was like (laughs) it's like all right you know it's been two years we've come full circle and this umbrella isn't breaking right I don't know I liked it I thought it was pretty funny because it's like again it hadn't it had not blown over it had blown over one time, this new one. It's a green one. It's different than the red one that broke. It blew over once, and it just kind of, like, tipped over and kind of sat there. This time, it, like, got blown back and was, like, laying and, like, water spilled because I used, like, these water things to weigh it down. And uh, it was totally fine. So, yeah. Literally all the best fictional stories, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Huck Finn, Indiana Jones, are all based on real-world events uh, and transposed into dramatized format. Yeah, so if you're tuning in, we're talking about lead characters. So obviously, God of War Ragnarok release date is the is the lead topic. I want to know when it finally lands. There's a poll at the top of the chat. Let me check the results. 562 votes already. God of War Ragnarok release date. Where will you play it? 56% are saying PS5. Now, of the three other options, wait for PC is winning at 20%. PS4 at 12 and 12% says not going to. So we have a lot of people here that have plans to play God of War Ragnarok in some way, in some place. There is nothing wrong with seeing elements of life in fiction, but identifying with a fictional character is a sense of self-delusion because the consequences have no weight in relation to life. I don't understand what you're saying. Identifying with a fictional character is a sense of self-delusion. No, it's not. There's nothing self-deluded about it. Because the consequences have no weight in real life. Nobody said they did. So you're arguing, your argument is extremely poor. You're creating a false dichotomy where I can only see myself in another person if there's consequences in real life. That's not true. I can see myself in a fictional story that has consequences in a fictional in a fictional world because as i said before it can inspire you it can give you hope it can give you a greater sense of peace like 100% you can you can actually see the consequences of the story you can see it being analogous to your own life and it can change your own perception of reality in a good way 
So no, your argument is is structured so poorly. The idea that you can only identify with it if there were consequences in real life. That doesn't make any sense at all. That that that's not a requirement for connecting to something. So, I think you're 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 creating a pretty fallacious argument style to say, well, the only way you connect with something uh, is if it actually has consequences in real life. According to you, right? I, I don't know. I find the argument to be very weak and uncompelling. Seeing Kratos struggle with being a dad and hold back just to teach his son is inspiring and a fact in all dads. Most of what we consume is about feeling feelings in a safe fantasy we can leave to return to real life. Black Myth Wukong is better than Ragnarok? Okay. I, I don't understand why you're saying that. Like, Tom Hanks is better than a potted plant. Like, that's about... There's nothing... These games don't have things in common other than the fact that you're fighting. Oh, and no one's played either game, so... (laughs) You can be more excited about Black Myth Wukong. You're allowed to do that. But to act like one's better than the other is kind of silly. They're not out yet. We going full today? We're going full today. Some people seem to be. To be fair, I read Superman, and now I have two broken legs, and I'm jumping off a building trying to fly. (laughs) From jumping off a building trying to fly. Right, right, right. How do you feel about... I'm just going to go ahead and put you in timeout because coming in and asking a question like that right off the rip I think deserves a smack on the mouth. So that's going to be how I treat your incredibly stupid question. Uh, Are you using identify as this is how I see myself in real life or I see parts of myself in this character? Imagine watching Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or The Matrix or Spider-Man and not identifying with any of the characters. It must suck. That's what I mean. Do you just sit the whole time and say, this is all fiction, there's no reason to identify or connect with it? Like, just you're just there emotionless? You know what I'm saying? Like, there were there were scenes, there are scenes in Lost that are gut-wrenching because I just, the, the, the sense of loss and death and and what that means when someone is gone. Like, how do you not connect to that and just think, this is all fiction, it has no consequences in real life, you know, who cares? Connecting with fictional characters ruined PvP. <laughs> JW says, I forgot to hit like. Guys, hit like if you forgot to. Let's do it. We're having a bit of a turn here right now. A bit of a bump. Thanks for tuning in. Covering God of War Ragnarok release date. We're getting into a discussion about lead characters, connecting with them. How can you or not you connect with characters? We have some bizarre things being stated, but it makes for good discussion. Uh... But yeah, oh, and there's a poll at the top of the chat, so make sure and take it. Where do you plan on playing God of War Ragnarok when it releases? The whole point of sci-fi fantasy nerd culture in general is to use these settings as vehicles to discuss, explore, ETC, the human condition. That only works if you identify with the characters in some way. Right, like, when we've been watching Star Trek The Next Generation, like, exactly, like, they set up these instances, and you're like, this is a really cool thought experiment, like, this is really interesting the way that they're approaching this, and the only way that that works is if you connect with any degree with the people in the show. This is why I love Lono's streams, because it always, some, uh, always someone to be super profound, grounded in reality, fake woke people come in here and just make themselves sound like top-tier goofies. (laughs) Top-tier goofies? (laughs) <laughs> my kids, my wife hates it, but I think it's funny. They'll call you a goofer. Like, you goofer? <laughs> I think it's funny. Like my shirt. Thank you, Heavy Metal Mama. 
Glenn not being able to tell his wife he loves her before it all went down was just another day. Had no connection to any characters because I know it's fake and I can't connect. I don't get it. Calling it a form of self-delusion because there's no real-life consequences. I don't get it at all. Fiction, theater, movies, music, no connection at all to any of that. Not sure how anybody can say they can live like that. After a long shift at the hospital, I just want to log in and become a bad character. An awesome character. Right, right, right. Well, no, that too, MJ. I think we have to accept that there are different reasons, experiences, or motivations that drive us to play games and watch shows or movies. Not everybody's the same. Okay? Not everybody's the same. So, I connect with characters. I love character-driven stuff. It's why I loved Lost, okay? It's why I loved Breaking Bad. It was character-driven. Significant arcs. Significant changes, right? It's why I haven't connected with some other shows because I don't feel like they're character-driven enough. There's not enough of that character deep dive, backstory, any of that. That's, That's what we need. Exactly, that's identify how you see yourself. I'm saying it's okay to see elements of yourself in fiction, but not to identify with it. You must be defining identify in such a strange way. I think Corey's probably using the wrong words. I think we should explore what he believes a little better. Yeah, you're using identify in a way that I'm not, which I think is make we're passing in the night then. Because you're saying it's a form of self-delusion... And I don't know what, what, but now you're saying it's okay to see yourself in the character. Well, then how are you using identify? How do you feel about the characters from Uncharted? I really liked Uncharted 4. I thought they did a good job with the characters. I thought it was very, very good. One of my favorite movies, The Darjeeling Limited. Loney will understand. It's about three brothers. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt, kiddo, and the shorts. Huh? I told them, and I stood up and showed them the shorts and everything. So... You did a good job, kiddo. My daughter's very excited. Uh, It's about three brothers. I see a piece of myself in all three of them. I can identify with each of them in different ways. Oh, I definitely watched the Darjeeling Limited and thought of my my brother. One's in chat and one one doesn't really... If he ever watches, he doesn't say anything. But, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I 100% was like, this makes me think of my brothers. You know? There are some characters I feel I can relate to and others that I like that are wish fulfillment. I can uh, I can't be interested in Ragnarok. I'm an old man playing RPG and multiplayer bug. Shiv, you are having a hard time today. I don't know what you're trying to say. Some of the most impactful stories and characters in fiction are normally based around uh, real life parables. You don't need consequences for something to be impactful. Storytelling has been used... Uh, for all of recorded history to impart knowledge, morals, history, and social flaws. I literally told my daughter a story last night because we played Catan uh, for kids and she is struggling with the fact that her brother is catching up with her in just skills and awareness and he won he won the game just because he's understanding it more now and he's just applying the principle of Catan for kids, the basic strategy is build settlements as quickly as you possibly can, right? Because you build settlements, you get more resources to build more settlements. Like, you kind of snowballs once you get a couple good positions. It's very, it's a very basic version of Catan, but it is. It's very good. It's good. It teaches them how to strategize, how to think through rules, math, everything else. And she's quite good. She's quite good at strategizing. 
but he is starting to catch up with her and he won and she didn't lose very well and so I was talking to her about losing well and why that's so important okay and so I told her a story I, I make up stories for my kids and so there's this story about this cat she always wants me to tell her more stories about this cat that has these adventures and friends and stuff so I, I made up a story on the fly about the, the, her, this character that she likes so much playing checkers against another cat and when she realized she was going to lose she flipped the board and made a mess and then that the, the other guys the other guy never wanted to play with her after that because he was looking forward to winning and didn't get to and the whole thing was ruined and so I said, if you want people to play with you, you need to be able to lose well. If you want to get along with other people and have friendships and, and, and have good times, like you're going to play, I told her, I said, you're going to play soccer in the upcoming season and you're going to lose. You won't win every game. It's incredibly improbable and unlikely that that will happen. You're going to lose and you need to be able to lose well because the other kids are just as excited as you are at the prospect of winning and you don't want to sour your experience and their experience by being a bad loser. Like, you're not, you need to lose well. But that story, it gave her something to think about. Instead of looking at herself, she's looking at these these, these fictional cats. And I said, do you think he would want to play with her again? No. Well, why not? Well, because she made, you know, she, she ruined it for him. She made it unfun, right? So, she saw herself in a total made up cat. Identity is how you see yourself in real life. You're completely multifaceted and complex in so many ways that it cannot be described. A fictional character is usually an embellishment of a few personality elements that don't subump humans' existence. Oh, sure, sure. Yes, characters are, are, are typically more reductionist than a real person because a hero or a villain is meant to embody a shade of color or a plot element so you can't go into all the depth and complexity of that character now I happen to think one of the greatest things they've done in shows like Lost is they actually give all that complexity one of the greatest things they did in Lost is they create this massive character arc of complexity and nuance as to why Jin, the Korean guy is the way that he is. You you think he's a total jerk. One of the best things they do in that show is when they make you empathize and sympathize with the jerk, the guy who's been mean and bad and awful, right? They actually create all those levels of nuance and shades of color that embody an entire person. Obviously, they do it in a simplistic way. We're not seeing everything, but... I actually think stories that do that are significantly better and more impactful because you see somebody as more than just the cliche jerk, bully, bad guy, whatever. Let's just stop using the word identify, switch to a synonym. It'll add more clarity. I don't think many would argue that it's healthy to 110% place your identity into a fake character, but that's extremely uh, but that's extremely being bad. It doesn't mean people don't or shouldn't identify. Right, like I don't think anybody's saying, "Oh, I really identified with that character," and saying, "Like, oh, I t- that's I, I that's my identity." I think it's a, I really let's just say connect. I really connected with that character. I really, really saw some of my own life and their struggles, and some of my own self and what they went through. Like, I really connected with them. You, that you know, that doesn't mean that you're getting your identity from Joel and The Last of Us, or you know, oh yeah. Where a lot of my identity is based on Peter Parker. Like, I would agree that's probably not very healthy, you know. You have to understand them and where they're coming from. 
Uh, I think that's how people watch stuff for sure. We're all a little weird. Yeah, everybody has different reasons for watching or playing anything. 650 votes on the poll if you're just tuning in we're getting into a bit of a discussion about characters and connecting with characters this was all sparked by somebody saying they can't really play a game if the character is female and I said that I think you're missing out on some really really great experiences by doing that but by and large by and large uh, I think you can connect and and sympathize and empathize with virtually any character to varying degrees connect chat splitting hair with identifying argument yeah yeah it, it it seems it seems like a bit of a uh a bit of a hair split it's a, it, it's a little pedantic to say well people said that they identify with a character i'm gonna bake into that all this identity all these identity presuppositions and assumptions that is probably not happening you know like when i played hellblade or Returnal and really connected with the characters or really identified with the character and what it's like to go through trauma and how it affects your entire life like your your literal your entire life from your physical body to your brain to your just your daily living it's like yes trauma will absolutely do these things to you okay but that doesn't mean I got my identity from Senua uh, or Celine, you know, the, the, the characters uh, in those two games. You relate to these characters. No one genuinely completely identifies with these characters. Uh, you connect to certain aspects of their identity or situation. Right. Right. The idea that Senua and Celine, their entire existence was uprooted, disrupted, and, and then set on a path because of trauma. That's my point. People shouldn't be identifying with fictional characters. Nothing wrong with connecting to those elements of life that a character exhibits. But your premise is an imperative, right? People should not be identifying with fictional characters. And you're using identify in a way that almost no one does. That's the problem with the discussion. You mean it's unhealthy for me to steal the personality of the newest Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Yeah, probably. It's Jason Isbell's song about cancer that makes me cry literally every time. I don't expect it to do that for most people. It's about my own journey reflecting in the song. Using identify in the wrong way. Yeah, you're using identify in a way that I, I just don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody says, I really identified with, um, I really identified with Clark Kent in Man of Steel and his loneliness and him sort of being a loner. No one's like, well, that's delusional. So you, you, you take your identity from Clark Kent and Superman? It's like, but, but no, I I don't do that. Who do, Who's doing that? You're using a version of identify that no one uses when they say they identify with a character. That's what I'm saying. It's like that. I don't think anybody's communicating that. At least I've not met anybody that's communicating that. You mean you don't identify with a woman fighting dinos? My guy. Then why did you enjoy the Horizon games? I don't do this thing, so other people shouldn't do this thing. It's kind of lame place to start your quote-unquote argument. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Start putting people in timeout who just say dumb stuff. It's the only way you'll learn. It's like shocking a dog. Identify means I see we have a common experience. Identi- I identify with Luke Skywalker. Does not mean I think I am Luke Skywalker? <laughs> I live my life as if I'm Luke Skywalker. That's what I'm saying. 
I don't think anybody does that. <laughs> What's like the base level definition? It's probably to just like see and acknowledge characteristics or something, establish or indicate who or what something is, to associate someone closely with, regard someone as having strong links with. So you see that you have strong links or strong connections. Like, yeah, I had a similar experience. You know what I'm saying? If they tell some story about, you know, there was that show. What was it called? It had the guy from it had the, it had the guy from Entourage in it. And the premise of the show was if the video got so many likes, they were going to kill him or whatever. He gets kidnapped and the video goes viral and they make him hold up signs saying like he hurts women or something. And if it hits so many likes, they're going to kill him. Is it called Viral? I don't remember. The, I don't remember the name of the show. Okay, but there's a point in the show where they dramatize what it's like to get hate on the internet. Right? The girl's like holding her phone. Okay, and they're showing all the tweets and text messages popping up at once. Like they're like crowding out the screen. And I really, really connected with that. I was like, I know exactly what that's like. I've, I identified with it. I was like, that's what it's like when the internet decides to turn its 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 barbs on you. And it's horrible. As that skinny white guy, I identify with Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> I say relate because it's more fitting. Vader's my favorite Star Wars characters. I can relate to many of the things he went through to get where he is. Corey says, I'm using identify to point... To the root word identity. Oh, okay. You know what's funny about that? Is I don't know if that's etymologically sound, like, at all. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is the show called Clickbait? Is that what the show is called? Exactly. I identify with Kratos as a father. The struggle that he goes through by restraining himself from releasing rage. He wants to teach his son self-control. And for him to not repeat his mistakes I don't know if it's etymologically sounds to be like you can't use identifying that way next subject please frick off you don't control what happens here my comment above I think is his points is Echo. it's like when someone says identifies this or like the internet meme identifies a tech helicopter they're saying connect is better due to the new social usage of identify Oh, frick this conversation. We're moving on. God of War Ragnarok release date's the main subject. I can't believe I went down this rabbit hole of stupidity. Let's move. This is dumb. Let's move on. We're all dumber because we wasted 20 minutes on this nonsense. Gee, many freaking Christmas. Um, where are you guys going to play God of War Ragnarok? It's far more interesting to me now. I, I'm so angry that I fell for that crap. God of War Ragnarok release date. Where are you going to play it? Where are you going to play it, chat? Christmas. 12% are not going to. We had fun. No! I didn't have fun. I'm angry that we did that. Are we able to buy Reforged Roast mugs? Eventually, yes, you'll be able to. Yes. That will be very, very soon. Um, uh, 
the uh, the ways to support the channel are going to continue to evolve and shape. We will have merch. We have the coffee right now, uh, and you can press like. Hitting like and subscribe is uh, is the greatest way to support the channel. We need five more likes for 300 likes, so thanks for being here. Make sure and hit subscribe if you've never been here before. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. I am, uh, and we discuss lots of different things here on the channel and we were discussing something that I just suddenly realized like I, I couldn't believe that's why we went down that road and Kage and Echo made sense of it I was so confused Kage and Echo gave me like the decoder ring I was like why the frick why does this matter and he's like this is why I was like oh 10 months a milestone of 10 months for a poop sack there we go I get to say poop sack that helps identify as a tier 2 member why are you mad? Why are you here? Like the video and subscribe to the channel. This is the place to be every morning. Yeah, we use identify correctly. Come on, of course you did the way and ever you put explain yourself just shows it. No, no. Now that I realize what's happening, have you ever had a debate with somebody and then you realize they're just messing with you the entire time? It's that feeling. Off the top of your head without spoilers, what was your favorite boss fight in God of War 18? Um, it w- certainly wasn't when it was like a big dragon thing. Man, I can't remember. Was it Thor's sons? Oh, without spoilers. Whoops. Um, how do I do How do I say what my favorite boss fight is without spoilers? You know what? You know what? Yeah, no spoilers. I think the opening fight with Balder is probably the best because of the voice acting. Because of the voice acting, um, I think the Balder fight's spectacular. The way he shows up, oh, it's so good. He's like, my turn. It's so, so good. He's such a good actor. No, I know the characters, no worries. Okay, okay, he knows the characters, Chad, I didn't ruin it. I didn't ruin it. Okay, so... Yeah, the reason that that scene with Balder is so good is because, okay, so you gotta, you gotta understand the guy in that scene. The guy who voice acts Balder, the guy that they designed the character after, that's the guy from Saving Private Ryan who wants to bring a typewriter and Tom Hanks holds up a pencil. That's, that's his character. And he's Daniel Faraday in Lost. The dude's got range, okay? The dude's got range. He plays a significant role... He plays a significant role in Saving Private Ryan. He's then Daniel Faraday, and then he's Balder. You fight dragons and Thor's sons in that game? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm about to wreck this punk. And I was like, oh, snap. I just meant no blatant story spoilers. Chill out, people. Yeah, Balder's great. I hate him. He's very, very well done. Yeah, Corporal Upham. Yeah, Upham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way he's Daniel Faraday. Yeah, that's him. I'm still mad about him letting homie get stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a coward. He's a total coward. Isn't he the devil in Constantine? Is he the devil in Constantine? Really? Yeah, up him, the bullets. Yeah. I really like Head, he's great. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mimir, is that his name? The guy, the guy they carry his head around? He's excellent, he's excellent. I think he's a great he's a great character. What I like that they do with Atreus, they do they do this great thing with Atreus where 
you get all this lore and mythology and it doesn't feel chintzy they make it feel like a conversation you get back in the boat and he's like so like I was saying or whatever, he's like he, he like picks it back up and explains the world serpent he explains all these different things so it's really really good I, I, I think they do it in a really organic way I hope they do the same thing in God of War Ragnarok so I'm not messing with you language matters and I think people use words that mean something and they try to alter the word to fit their meaning yeah so when I said we were moving on yeah, we're moving on. I mean, you want to get one last defenses. I'm not saying you were messing with me. I'm saying the motivation of you taking issue with people using that word is just absolutely silly. It's just, it's just, it's linguistically stupid and pedantic, and you've wasted my time. My friend wants to get one of God of War or Spider Man on PC. I honestly can't suggest him one. We'll get God of War now. Just got in. Is God of War delayed still? No, it's not delayed. No, it wasn't the CEO. It was the producer. The producer tweeted about the fact that there was... Okay, so there's a guy that was like the creator of God of War, David Jaffe, and he sent a tweet saying he knew some people close to the project that were like, the release dates is not locked in now. And... Corey Barlog, the producer of Ragnarok, not the CEO. My thumbnail needs to be corrected. And he tweets the guy and says, wait, what? And then does like a little wink face, like basically saying, what are you talking about? That's news to me. I'm the producer of the game, and I know nothing about this game's release date being adjusted. So he shot it down. Now, in addition to the producer of God of War Ragnarok shooting it down, We also have Bloomberg weighing in and saying three people close to the project are saying November release date. Two of those people say it'll be announced in June. Then there was more merch. There was a God of War Ragnarok toys leak or something. But then there was a shirt that just recently like got leaked that had like an October release date. So they have to give you the lore because they have changed the underlying mythology. Yeah, 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 yeah. Phoenix was funny. So having Kratos cracking straight man, straight face jokes all the time is a huge and pleasant surprise. I don't feel like he's cracking jokes. What are you talking about? If Ragnarok is coming November, then Hogwarts Legacy is coming December. If it's coming in 2022. I don't know if they'll adjust Hogwarts Legacy sane because... Hogwarts Legacy is a multi-platform title. So, are you in the 2023 release date, gang? No. Anybody still holding to this game getting delayed to 2023 is just being is just being silly at this point. Corey is not producing Ragnarok. He produced God of War 2018. Uh, not true according to what I read. Barlog served as lead animator on the original God of War game before taking on game director duties with the sequel. He stepped down as director after that before returning to the series as the director of God of War Reboot in 2018. He once again stepped back from directorial duties for the upcoming God of War Ragnarok, but has stayed on board as a producer. This means he will play a major role in the game itself and no doubt be getting to test out the game early. So, 
I that's I pulled that from DualShockers.com. So you you either have your facts wrong or they have their facts wrong. I feel like producer is something I've read in other places about him. I thought he was CEO, so my thumbnails all like off. I need to be delayed to 2023 so I have time to get a PS5. How many of y'all are excited for Hogwarts? Because I kind of am. I think I think Hogwarts is going to surprise people. I honestly do. I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be like this weird sleeper hit that no one was expecting to be this like substantive RPG. I think it's going to uh, I think it's going to shock people. I think people are already looking forward to it and they already have high hopes for it. But I think I think the the, the press headings are going to be, you know. Hogwarts Legacy surprisingly deep RPG or something like that. There'll be headlines like that about that game. Santa Monica rotates directors to avoid burnout and to bring in fresh ideas. Jake says, I'm still feeling worried. We're getting well into the summer and still have no actual date. If we get into August and still no date, then I'll almost certain uh, I'll be almost certain things are looking bad. I don't think so. I don't think not having a date points to anything. Hope you're right about Hogwarts. I really want that game to be a banger. I'm excited for Hogwarts because I don't have a PS, a PlayStation to play Ragnarok. State of Play is coming very soon. I'm really worried they're going to do a State of Play on 30th and I won't be able to cover it because we'll be out of town. We're going to cover Ragnarok all the way up to release. They're going to finally do a dadgum... (laughs) They're going to finally do a dadgum State of Play and and I won't and I won't get to cover it. That's my fear. Evidence of a state of play next week. Uh, Gran Turismo producers has an update on the game next week. Jason Schreier says God of War Ragnarok release date later this month. Sony is set to reveal some hardware. Yeah, and they always do them on Thursday. Yeah, I can feel it. I feel the disturbance in the force. They're gonna make everybody wait all dadgum months, and then they're gonna do it on the thirtieth, and I'm not gonna get to cover it because I'm gonna be tra- I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna be traveling. Whoever said that the same producer have never done the same game twice, they rotate producers. Corey's not producing Ragnarok. Trust me, I know this. You know you know what? What do you know? How do you know more than the people reporting on it? How do you know more than Corey Barlog himself? Does he have it in his profile? He doesn't have it in his profile. Uh, I'm trying to see his official title if it's listed anywhere I don't know if it'll be listed on the wiki Uh, uh, uh. he is set to produce the sequel of God of War Ragnarok on his wiki so the wiki's got him as producer for God of War Ragnarok I got an article with him as producer for God of War Ragnarok but I got you in my YouTube chat saying trust me I know he's not producing it producing it the people reported or wrong he has said himself he's not producing it he did an interview saying he's not producing it <clears throat> where's this interview where is the interview where he says he's not producing it now he might have said he's not directing it but everybody's saying he's a producer Like what? What interview? Or right, hang on, I got it. All right, Corey, Corey Barlog not producing. Let's see if there's any any headlines. 
Now, I got comicbook.com in September saying, Barlog himself acknowledged that directing a game like God of War takes a lot out of you, so he's not directing God of War Ragnarok. Here's another report from September. He's not direct. He's not directing it. Uh, uh, uh. Not directing confirms the studio is working on a bunch of stuff. Ragnarok switching directors. So in any of those interviews that he say he's not working on it at all. Because <clears throat> it. He's a producer. I didn't click on any of the articles. I don't like doing that. Why did Corey not direct God of War Ragnarok? Williams explained that the main reason he's serving as the director of God of War Ragnarok rather than Barlog is simply that the studio always has liked to shake things up for each new project. Okay. Hang on, let me just pull it up on my other... I don't I don't like doing stuff on the, on the streaming rig. Okay. Uh, uh, oh no, 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 no. I clicked on comicbook.com. Comicbook.com will jack up my capture card. Uh, studio's working on a bunch of stuff. All right, hang on. Corlaw, Borlaug, producing. I can't find articles that specifically talk about it. Right here is an article from April 20th. God of War Ragnarok producer claims something cool awaits. They're talking about Corey Barlog. So literally two months ago, you've got articles referring to him as the producer. So you see what I'm saying? So wouldn't they correct that? They would go out and correct that and say, he's not the producer. Why are you printing that? Why are you saying that? If he wasn't the producer. We're having a tough time with words today. Everyone have their dark roast. Literally a week ago, he did an interview where he's the producer. That's what I'm saying. IGN.com reporting on it says, Ragnarok has a new director, Corey Barlog, working on unannounced title. Barlog was the director in 2018. He's one of the producers of Ragnarok. Okay, so he's one of the producers. So he did get moved to an unannounced project that he's likely directing, but he is one of the producers of Ragnarok. Yeah, I think he might have just gotten confused. That that it was reported and it has been claimed for quite a while that he's not the director, which I included in my open that he stepped down as he stepped away or down or whatever as director, but he is one of the producers. That's in the open and it seems to be accurate from everything we just looked up. Shaking up directors makes sense, but producers normally stick for sequels. Yeah. Corey told there were supposed to be three Norse gods of war, including 2018, but the studio is only going to do two in total. Do you know why? Maybe they're running out of gods. I don't know. I mean, I know a pantheon of gods, you usually have, you know, enough to go around, but maybe they just want to leave Norse and go somewhere else for the third game. You know, I feel like the third game is going to be where they drive that wedge between him and Atreus. Like, maybe Atreus won't even be around in the third game. 
to really change up gameplay. He said he's working on the next game. God of War 2 started as DLC, not something he would have been over. He answered why it was two games. He said three games wasn't feasible. Right, they're going to run out. That's what I mean. Are they going to run out of... Are they going to run out of gods? Oh, Buzz Lightyear is flopping. Gemini Christmas. Early Saturday projections are offering things even worse. This Lightyear is now estimated to bring in only $51 million with Jurassic World Dominion looking like the number one movie for the second week at 57 So it didn't even surpass Jurassic World, which Jurassic World's not doing that great either. Jeepers. Well, people are saying it's because they didn't get Tim Allen. Uh, maybe. A whole new Pantheon would be way more exciting. Novelty is fun. According to Captain Kubo, we might play as Atreus. Do you think the same? I've I've made that prediction myself. I think eventually they hand things off to, to Loki. And God of War would be retired as a title, or maybe it would be called, like, God of War something to do with God of Mischief I don't know because if you lose the God of War subheading it would be kind of like when they went from Horizon Zero Dawn to Horizon Forbidden West God of War God of War God of War and then God of Mischief I just I worry as a title that wouldn't I don't know if that would land as well right I don't know if that would land as well they might it might sound goofy to people you know God of War is like a recognizable brand. There's a line in Lightyear that a lot of people are boycotting. People are boycotting the movie? God of War, God of Mischief rolls off the tongue. Son of War, Boy of War. Luckily, most of the Norse gods are also gods of war. I mean, that could be something that they do with Loki. There's a male-male kiss, and it's causing problems in some markets for sure. Gee, many Christmas. I've said many, many times, I don't know why they put any of that stuff in the movies anyway. I've said that about Disney movies. Like, it's just weird to have kids focused on romance at that age. It's just odd. Here's his thoughts on not wanting to stretch a third game. So God of War Ragnarok, uh, let's see here. There's several reasons. I like, I think one of the most important reasons is the first game took five years. The second game, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm just going to throw out that it's going to take close to a similar time. And to do this, you need to think, wow, a third one is that same. We're talking the span of 15 years for a single story, and I feel like that's just too stretched out. I feel like we're asking too much to say the actual completion of the story taking that long just feels too long. And given sort of where the team was at and where Eric was with what he wanted to do, I was like, look, I think we can actually do this in a second story, right? Because most of what we are trying to do from the beginning was to tell something about Kratos and Atreus that the core of the story's engine is really a relationship between these two characters and the complexity radiates out of like ripples in a pond. And you could make an ocean and have those ripples just go out for thousands of miles. But is that necessary? 
and is that beneficial or are we feeling like you know what it's just spreading it too far the ripples get too far apart and you sort of lose the plot a little bit so does that mean then that are they just going to wrap up the Norse story or are they wrapping on God of War with this game That's a discussion for radio. (coughs) Wait, not anymore. Right. That's Mo's favorite quote to use as proof of 2023 release. Leading to that one thing, but ignoring all the other stuff. They're wrapping up the Norse story. Wish we still had radio at times like this. Yeah. I miss it. There are times where I miss it, but then there's also times where, like, it's so much easier for me to prepare when it's just all gaming. Probably Norse story. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't. I don't know. I read that and think: Is he purely talking about the Norse story? Are we sure? They'll probably give Kratos the Wolverine send off, like they did in the movie Logan. Is my guess. Wouldn't doubt if they go back to Mount Olympus in Greek again. So many Sony stops. No way Sony stops making God of War games. The way I read it was that they are rapping on the whole arc of God of War, as in no God of War 3. See, it is the end of Kratos' story and the Norse in one whoop. That's what I mean. As I read what he's saying, it's like, well, then what would be the point of taking Kratos to Egypt if he's sitting here saying, no, we wouldn't do it? This is the best interview. I mean, I I can't watch it right now. Isn't the whole five-year development why you need parallel development? no parallel development oh for PC I yeah I don't know I don't know J Chris because five year development affecting parallel development um you would only need to do parallel development if porting was equal and I don't think porting is equal they can port a game to PC probably much faster now especially after the one interview where she said they changed their pipelines like they changed how they built Ragnarok in the previous game, it already foretold that his son would kill Kratos. It was in the paintings. That's what I mean. I think they're going to hand things off to Atreus. Eric and Corey from Santa Monica, eight minutes long. Corey hints at the next game. Does he hint at the next game being Kratos? They must trust in their ability to create a new spin-off IP. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to spin things off with Loki then. You, you can't, it, like... It'd be weird to be like, no, we can't do a third game and then do a third game anyway, but just take Kratos somewhere else. I think people that really like Corey, uh, I'm sorry, that really like Kratos, I don't think they're reading that interview very well. I think that interview clearly indicates this is it. It'd be so weird to be like, yeah, the ripples will get too far apart. We can't continue this story. And then be like, ta-da, here's another god of war and he's going to Egypt. Like, what? It doesn't, that doesn't make, that interview to me is him saying this is it, that yeah, we're done with god of war at this point. And they'll spin it off and do something with Loki probably. If they're already hinting at what the next game will be, he said that these two games are about the relationship between Atreus and Kratos and one will die and disappear after Ragnarok. Well, we have our freaking answer then. We have our answer. That 100%. It'd be so weird 
to say we can't continue this story the ripples are going to get too far apart we really need to only do two and then you're just going to kill Atreus. like what's the benefit of that he did say you know Kratos has died in the God of War games before I don't think God of War is over after this one, but I wouldn't be surprised. This day and age, they will probably just remake the old God of Wars. It's funny, because it's probably going to come true. If you kill the God of War, don't you inherit the title? If Atreus kills Kratos, does he become the God of War? Yeah, maybe. I actually don't know how that works, truth be told. I don't know how that works. They're going to make a God of War mobile game with pay to win. <laughs> yeah, you can pay. You can pay to get God powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we? Let me see here. Yes. God of Diablo Immortal. Stream holding. Ah, fricking. I need to make the Discord a little bit bigger. Okay, let's do that. Let's grab all of this. Uh, Did I download those thumbs yet? Dad gummit, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Starfield versus No Man's Sky. So that's our second show. It's uh, We're not going to do it just yet, but I am getting it ready. Second show today will be reacting to Mr. Matty Play's video. He is uh, taking issue with the number of uh, Starfield No Man's Sky comparisons and uh, we're going to react to his video. I've already watched it. I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, there's also a digital foundry video that we may end up uh, reacting to uh, later this week. Um, there's lots of content out there that I feel like we can react to uh, about Starfield, about Diablo, about uh, even even Sonic Frontiers. We may end up uh, reacting to uh, Alana Pierce's video about that. She apparently got a lot of hands-on. Yo, what's good, JB? What's good, James? God of War is basically gore, the God Butcher's story with a twist, I believe, that the director got the inspiration from. That's possible. All right, give me one second.
Oh. Okay, I'm back. Okie dokie. Let me set it up so we successfully redirect. Change is saved. Okay, excellent. Okay. In God of War, the combat is just as important as the story, so I don't see them changing that. No, I don't think the combat's going to change much at all. I don't think so. Guys, we've got one coffee order already today. Get those coffee orders in if you haven't already. We like to get those nice even numbers so we don't waste labels. Got our nice updated bags. There we go. Web presence should be updating hopefully soon. We've got uh, some, I got some great pictures of the bags for that. And uh, we today are discussing God of War Ragnarok, the release date, the all the information. There was even more information just last week that came out about the game. Updated, updated bags, what? Yeah, did you see them? I just showed them on stream. Uh, do people not know what caused Ragnarok? Isn't it? I, I don't, I, I have a hard time keeping it all straight. I don't pay much attention to it. I thought Thor caused it. Uh, but I'm not an aficionado about any of it. It only makes sense to kill off the boy if they are pushing for Kratos to be Ragnarok. Must the updated logos? Can you show them? Yeah. You didn't see them? All right, hang on a second. All right, here we go. You ready? There we go. We went with a nice minimalistic bag update because we already had the bags made. So I had to, I have to do this, right? So we got these nice labels to put on there. I think they look really clean, very minimalistic. These might even influence what we do. Uh, We'll be going with an update. The Frickmas blend will probably be the first time we do it. We're looking at an update to the bags, to the labels, and all of that. We wanted to put everything under the Reforge banner. Um, We just think it makes the most sense. So, it's now under the banner of Reforge Roast. Web Presence will be updated soon as well. And then the labels, like your shipping labels, will just say... um, They won't say SNTR Network anymore. The actual labels on like the, 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 the Postal Service bag. It was actually Fenrir killing Odin. Baldur's death? Ragnarok was a war of the gods started by Loki. Loki killing Baldur was a separate action to my knowledge. Huh. I they could they could take it any different direction then. Cuz they're doing their own thing. Isn't the cause Loki tricking the gods into killing Baldur? That's what I mean. Like, it sounds like they could do their own interpretation of that because both Kratos and Loki worked together to kill Baldur, right? How'd you come up with the Reforged name? I had just gone through some stuff in my personal life, my spiritual life, as well as professional, and we felt like we were kind of reforging me, the brand, the content. Everything was sort of being reforged. 
So I thought of the name and loved it, and it's very adaptable. We have Reforge Gaming, we have Reforge Radio, Reforge Roast, the Reforge Roundtable. Like, it's just a really, really good name. It's got a lot of versatility, and we we use it in a variety of ways. It was when Kratos killed Balder. The World Serpent is also Loki's son. Well, that doesn't make any sense. What if Loki was never a kid in the whole God of War 1? He was just using Kratos. It was all a sick dream. Now, you want to talk about a freaking twist. You want to talk about a dadgum twist. If you get to the end of Ragnarok and Loki, like, transforms before your eyes and is like, I've been tricking you this whole time, bro. (laughs) That would be absolutely bonkers right that would be bonkers i think that would retcon some of the things though because freya is like don't he, he does he not know what he is that means that loki's tricking like everybody at that point like epic level of god of mischief god of just illusions yeah that'd be bonkers if they did that it'd be good <laughs> That'd be good if it was all it was all trickery, you know, to get Kratos to kill Balder. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if they dropped hints. They're obviously not going by Norse mythology book here. It'll be interesting to see what happens. The greatest gotcha moment in video game history. There's already hints of time shenanigans. Joe Munger recognizes Loki even though they haven't met. He better look like Tom Middleton or I'm review bombing Hiddleston. I was like, Middleton? Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Who the frick is Tom Middleton? Kate Middleton? <laughs> oh, man. I I said, I theorized we're going to literally open the game with a similar fight to the Balder fight, but it's going to be with Thor. And I think we're going to fight so hard that our axe gets destroyed Thor leaves, runs, or whatever, and we end up with Mjolnir right at the beginning. That's That was a theory I came up with. I mean, I, there, there's no way to know until we actually play it, but... God of War 18 isn't going off literal Norse mythology. It's inspired by it, but it's obvious they're using it as inspiration. I think the reason why I don't know if they're going to do the big gotcha moment with Loki is because they... There's too many things in God of War 2018 that wouldn't make any sense unless he's just totally faking him out. Like the voices that he's hearing and the anger and the outbursts and I don't know. That's like 10 levels of deception right there. With Mew Mew? Yeah, with Mew Mew. Someone said Kratos becoming Ragnarok. I was replying to that originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not really. The snake was sent back in time from fighting Thor at Ragnarok, but someone summoned the snake while Kratos was running to Freya with the bo- boy ill. This is making me want to replay God of War. I would have loved to play it complete to completion on PC. It's just we just don't have a great spot for live stream gameplay. We just don't. You know what I mean? We don't. 
I mean, we have Reforge Radio, but that would not make any sense with respect to naming. <laughs> like, we're going to go over to radio, and I'm going to plague through games? That just wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> it would make no sense at all. Like, radio makes way more sense as, like, a news show and a roundtable, like, with a podcast. Like, we just can't do gameplay here that much. We can do it in short spurts. We can do it in short little little bursts, especially when something's super relevant. But, like going back and playing through those games when they port them. I mean, we tried to show off the Horizon Forbidden West update and we didn't do very well with it. We did 45 minutes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it did incredibly well, but like I couldn't beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on stream, you know, that would have been, you know, a four or five parter and it probably wouldn't have been worth doing. It's just the channel and the show is too firmly grounded in being a talk show. <clears throat> Fenrir and Jomunder were both Loki's sons. Uh, They're both beasts. Loki liked to mess around. The World Serpent's actually Loki's son. Early God of War, it's mentioned that Ragnarok throws him back in time. The World Serpent actually mentions to Mimir that Atreus looks familiar. Interesting. I love the roundtable because Ginger and 30 have different perspectives uh, from Lono, which is fun to watch. Yeah, it'll be nice when we can get through the summer and not have so many trips because we haven't had a full roundtable I think we've had two full roundtables of all the episodes we've done. So, like, I did one with Ginger, then I did one with Mike. I think I just did another one with just Mike. So, yeah, it'll be nice when we can we can have a full roundtable on a regular basis. Yeah, I feel like this is a total scam. Like, you encouraged her to get these shorts. Like, they're tight and they're short. I am not directing the camera down. No, this is this is way shorter than I'm comfortable with. Your mic's on. It's on now. That'll be members only. <laughs> if you sign up for membership Friday night, short shorts, camera, camera stream. <laughs> I'm not going to do a short stream. He keeps scan. complaining about how short they are, but he just keeps pulling them up higher and higher. Well, because they don't sit. Um, they don't sit oh right. Oh, my gosh. All the way down. <laughs> they don't sit right all the way down there. Well, members, find out on Friday how they sit. No, I wouldn't even do that for 2,000 members. It wasn't a reboot. Was God of War a reboot of the Greek mythology original series? If not, why would they do the same thing? Somebody, they referred to it as a reboot in the one blog or article that I read today. And I was like, I didn't think it was a reboot though. You know what I mean? Jonah got them John Stockton's on. My daughter bought them for me and they are extremely comfortable. But I definitely feel like my wife assisted in the picking How here. would I know? Because you held them up, and you're like, these are I pretty I held short. them up. I like, held them up and looked at They're them. They're mediums. They looked ginormous. I could fit in one pant leg. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> the men's medium just seems kind of swimming, that's all. I, they're, they're, they're quite short. It was a I- soft reboot. Does TikTok have the good view of these shorts? No, I haven't been streaming on TikTok for a while. It was all this work to, to set it up, and I was streaming to, like, one person. TikTok needs to update their entire live interface to funnel people to a gaming talk show. Guys, check out my TikTok. It's over there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they made shorts that short. Doesn't sound like a reboot. His vengeance against the gods of Olympics years behind him. Kratos now lives as a man in the realm of Norse gods and monsters. Okay. The TikTok, I thought talk was the business. They're making good moves, but there's just no place for us right now over there. 
Like, they're making really, really good moves as a platform and into live streaming, but we did it for a couple weeks and it just seemed like an absolute waste of time because everyone's looking for ASMR because ASMR streams do incredibly well over there, like thousands of views, uh, like viewers at a time. Um, but, but there just isn't a place for like a video game talk show. I, it wouldn't surprise me if there's an audience over there that would watch us, but they just don't have it set up to get anybody in the stream. We always start and we, we get like 50 to 70 people come pouring in and none of them stay because more than likely they throw me on the runner. Everybody clicks and they're like, what is this? It's just some guy talking about video games and they scroll right past. So they are, they are wanting to get into more gaming streaming though. They've, they've made that very clear. Once they do that, they'll start to have a place for us, a funnel and an audience. And maybe by then we can figure out how I can see, I can't even see what's going on when I stream over there either, which makes it very, it, it lacks that, there's no interaction. I'm not interacting with the audience because I'm talking to you guys and like two people say something and I don't respond for five minutes. <clears throat> yeah, I don't I, I don't think it's a reboot. I don't know why the article I read today referred to it as a reboot. God of War 2018 is not a reboot. Um, where we land on the poll? A lot of votes on the poll. Got to wear Ragnarok release date. Where will you play it? 55% are saying PS5. 14% are saying PS4. 20% saying wait for PC. And 12% are not going to play the game. That means 88% of the people that are taking the poll, almost 90%, uh, 88% of the people taking the poll are, are going to play the game in some capacity. So that's pretty cool. It's a very, uh... That's very, very different uh, scenario than what we've uh, we've previously be- been considering. Because usually when we covered Sony stuff in the past, a large portion of the audience was just not about Sony, you know? They just weren't about it. Corey Barlog called it a soft reboot. I mean, a soft reboot, I think, is, 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 is probably more fair because it did feel like a pretty big change. Backseat production. Can't you just name the TikTok stream gaming talk show instead of the actual title? Well, that's what I always did. I just called it like gaming news or something. I gave it like a real generic name, Robert, and it just... You gotta understand what TikTok is. TikTok is a flip funnel. Everybody's just flipping through. So they need to set up an actual funnel of somebody coming to the platform and saying, hey, I would like to watch live content. Hey, I would like it to be gaming, right? So then maybe I get seen by way less people, but at least they would have the likelihood of staying. It's a funneling issue. It's not an issue of like anything I could have changed. Since these newer God of War games aren't a reboot and just a continuation, I would hope that Kratos overcomes all these challenges and moves to the next mythology of gods. Yeah, I don't know why we're we're using live chat to bring that up. You guys that enjoy having live chat in the Discord while I'm streaming, it it's got to be about the show and not just some random thing you want to come in and talk about. I don't know why that keeps happening. That's not why that room is there. There's other rooms in the Discord you can talk to people in. Like live stream chat has a fitting name. 
Say I'm going to play it, but getting me to actually buy it in 2024 when it comes to PC is a different story. I actually think it's going to come faster than that. I, I'm thinking it's a 12-month window. I think it's a 12-month window. God of War Ragnarok will release in November of this year, and then God of War Ragnarok PC, it'll release next year in November. You know what I mean? Sorry, my bad. You're good. You're good. Like, I'm not trying to smack anybody's hand, but it's like, we've had people consistently do that, and it's like, you can't use the Discord live chat for that. What it ends up doing is is that I stop reading live chat, because I'm like, oh, those guys are over there talking about something completely different, and then the people in the Discord feel like I'm not reading chat, and it's like, because it has nothing to do with the, you know, the conversation. Kratos dies and wakes up in the underworld of another pantheon. 12-month window seems fair. That has the infrastructure and have done it already. I'd say closer to six months, depending on the deal. I Six months feels way too soon. The crazy thing is 12 months feels soon. 12 months feels really, really fast to be kicking a game to PC for Sony. I, I'm thinking 12 months. I, I was, I've always said 12 to 18 months. 12 to 18 months. But... You know, if they go shorter than that, I just don't think so. That seems just bonkers. Going to be two to three years? No, I don't think so. No. The current window for porting games to PC can't be used as informative because that it's, it's a new strategy, so it took longer. They formed the strategy, then they started porting games. I think 12 to 18 months is the window. I think once you get beyond 18 months, it's going to feel silly. Like, it's just going to feel silly. Don't tell me you're interested in moving your games to PC and create a Sony storefront in the Steam store and then be like, and then games take two to three years to land? 2024, 2025? By then, it just seems like, what are y'all doing? Why are you taking that long? one year to 18 months as wheezy yeah i'm thinking that's what i'm saying 12 to 18 months is the window man anything longer than that just feels like you're taking too long people are going to lose interest it see this think of it this way they just started doing it so now you have everybody's attention you can't get everybody's attention and start doing pc ports and then be like oh but it's going to take two to three years that people are like what what do you mean? I'm using God of War 2018, 2018 as a baseline, and uh, but things have changed. I'm sticking to 18 to 24 months, though. Sony has other services like PlayStation Plus. It has to go there first. In God of War 18, did anything ever come from the Asgard door? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh-uh. I think they will put their games on PS Plus and PC together after 12 months. It'd be... I I was just thinking the same thing, Sane, but then I kind of like mentally checked myself. I'm like, wait a minute. Why would you make the game hit PS Plus and be selling it on PC simultaneously? There's something about that that feels weird. Um, There's something about that that doesn't feel right hitting your subscription service while also simultaneously hitting hitting the hitting PC. I don't know. 
I'm not saying that they won't do that. I'm just saying that feels like odd timing. It feels like to me they'd want to hit their subscription service after it hits PC, not before or at the same time. Those releases are going to have to be staggered. I don't see it happening together. That's what I mean. I would say they would do 12 month it hits PC and then 18 months it hits PS Plus. Never November drop patches and optimization 2024 might be the right PC date. Put them two years later on plus. We PC players need them in 12. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It sounds right. Apparently, you can use the higher tiers to play games on PC. That's what I'm saying. That would hurt your PC sales. They have to maintain the PlayStation ecosystem. No way. 12 months. Why would it landing on PC 12 months later hurt the ecosystem? That's a year of sales. If their games hit PS Plus a year after, there might be a big chunk of people that just wait. That's what I'm saying. You'd almost wait 18 months or more to hit PS Plus. They have more obligation to their service than PC. It's going to hit PlayStation Plus first every game that came to PC was on PlayStation Plus first or PlayStation Now. Yeah, but PlayStation Plus is so different now, Jay Wright. It's completely different because they're still trying to sell the PS5. Yeah, but their their sales projections for the PS5 haven't slowed down. They've done great with respect to market saturation. I can't think a title landing on PC 12 months after its release hurting PS5 sales. How long did it take Spider-Man to get announced for PC? Expect the same thing? No, I don't think that's normative. I don't think we can look to that as like the normative practice because they just recently decided to start putting stuff on PC. You can't use Spider-Man as a reference. You should use Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, we need... Now that they know they want to do it, now that you know yeah OG Spider-Man's four years and Miles is two years so you can't create a normative instance from that because Spider-Man's gonna hit in a, in two months and then Miles is coming at the end of the year but they're two years apart and yet they're landing on PC within months of each other the Uncharted collection still isn't PC yeah I don't think we can create anything anything normative from what they've done up to now because it's all been it's all it's all over the place PS5 is going to sell anyways with Ragnarok and Spider-Man 2 coming. They want to capture the PC market. Listen, Kuwait, PS5s are everywhere in Kuwait City. How are we having such a shortage? I mean, I'm sure you can go to towns and villages and places all across the globe where PS5s take longer to be to be bought up. That could be a demographic thing. It could be an economic thing. It could be a socioeconomic thing. They do not stay in the stores here ever. I can't go to the store right now and buy one. Like, if there's a shortage of something, just because you can find it in a particular city or place, doesn't that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's not there's not a shortage. That's not like a thing. You know what I'm saying? Hang on a second.
Sorry. I was worried something serious happened. Just a squabble between siblings. I found a blank ton of Series X in Dubai. That means I can just walk into Target down the street in SoCal and find one, right? That's what I'm saying. I saw a Series S. I saw a Series S in Costco yesterday. I've only seen a PS5 once in a store, and it was at the cash counter because someone was buying it. (laughs) I would love to have a second one. I really, really would. I would love to have a second one. Because my wife and I just started It Takes Two last night. I waited a really long time because I wanted to completely forget like most of the game because I played I played I played through it with uh with Hilly. So um I saw you doing a reaction to Maddie, not sure if you have, but I would send him a DM to let him know you're reacting so he does not ask to have the vid taken down, just FYI. Is he known for doing that? I would think somebody his size would not would not be like instinctively taking vids down. I can't send him a DM. I could email him. Um Is that something he's known for? I would think somebody of his size would not just like immediately take a vid down, but when we did the when we did the the shout casting, we definitely dealt with it. It was super annoying. He might have a team of individuals that do that kind of stuff for him. I got mine by watching and tracking a profile on Twitter. Yeah, you've almost got to get in those discords and follow those right accounts. I've never seen him be toxic about that stuff ever. Always watch him. I guess the question is, does he get a lot of reaction style content? Because like, there's definitely a new wave of it and we're doing our own version of reaction style content. Um, Because I've got, you know, we've got friends we know that won't care if we do it. But at the same time, it's like, when we did our I can cast anythings on split screen, we were getting hit all the dadgum time. Um, he gets some hate and he does not go after it. I've never interacted with him, but he doesn't seem like the type. Yeah, that's why I thought we could react to him. I was like, he seems like the kind of guy that would be like, hey, that was cool. That was nice. Like, again, I don't know if he has like a team that handles his stuff, though. That's usually when you get hit. You get hit not by the creator. You get hit by a team of people. Because they're just monitoring the stuff. I think his video is just damage control and defense for Starfield. I work with these guys behind the scenes, and they have a team that helps monitor this stuff. He's a good dude, but sometimes he does not know, and it can get a strike. Okay. I mean, I can give him a heads up. Um, just so it doesn't get hit end of day. I don't even know how fast that would be. Um, Pause. Reacting... To your oh wait that's not gonna work. Mm. Reacting to your vid, Maddie. We have started uh, to do reaction content here and there, and I love your video about Starfield versus No Man's Sky. Just a heads up. I will be reacting to it. 
we will link the video and we keep it very respectful and charitable plus I agree with most of what you said uh thanks mm -mm -mm, skipping a bunch too he can claim it uh he can claim it and ask for it to be taken down he cannot strike yeah you can't like you can't strike the channel that's not you can't like you can't like do that um <laughs> okay share copy and then I need a link to his video I just realized I didn't link to it in the description uh, big news stop this here it is it's his stop this video do 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 okay Uh huh. Okay. Maddie's video will now be linked in the description of it. All right. I sent him a mess. I sent him an email. If and when he gets it, hopefully he's like, hey, cool, thanks, and not like, how dare you? I just can't imagine anybody caring. I mean, if I shredded his video, I could see him being like, I didn't appreciate that, but I'm not going to do that. Like, I actually liked most of what he said. Trying to help up as a heads up in case someone on his team would ask where to be taken down. <clears throat> I don't think he will care. Uh, if he knows which is why I said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do claims work? Get enough of them, get a strike? Uh, n- no. It's just that, like, you, you, yeah, you lose money. I don't make, I'm never really worried about the ad revenue, but if they demonetize the video, then the video is going to pertor- perform like garbage as a VOD. And as an example, we've done two reaction videos uh, prior to this. We reacted to Young Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we reacted to Asmongold. And uh, those videos, you want those videos to be able to perform well as a VOD because people that don't know who you are, they might find the video. They might be like, oh, hey, this guy's talking about my boy, right? So we got 1.4 thousand views on the Yang Yeah VOD and on the Asmongold VOD, we got 2.3. Half of the views on the Asmongold video happened when I wasn't streaming. So you don't want the video's VOD to get destroyed because it gets demonetized. Like once if it's demonetized, YouTube has no interest in the video. He gets put to the steel a lot. That's why I say he doesn't seem the type. Pretty thick skin. He has people shred him, so I expect it's nothing he can't handle. Yeah, I don't think people like him care. Um, I 
Is his is that his account? These guys that don't secure their usernames. Yeah, his account is G27 status. So funny. These guys that don't secure Twitter handles. <laughs> so it's not it's not like Mr. Matty plays at Twitter. It's like GR27 status. It's like, what? What's that? All right, let me send my tweets. Do 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 switch profiles here. This morning's start was so rough. I had like I had the Starfield video looping instead of God of War. blew up with fallout 4 news reporting so he just kept it the same so it was so old you worry about changing it yeah i always forget that a lot of people like fall into content creation and so their username is like you know <laughs> buster mcgill 2215 <laughs> you know <laughs> and then they're like this huge youtuber and they're like yeah i just kept it Got my coffee from my family in Vermont. Thanks. Loving it. Oh, good, Polarin. You probably know Maddie's podcast partner, Lord Cognito. I actually don't recognize that name. Uh Uh-uh. Hello, Smoker says, I agree. Ending something like that can be risky or go off a grade or it's going to flop. Oh, like the, yeah, getting rid of Kratos thing. Sorry, I just now saw that. Playing Teenage Mutant Turtle on Game Pass. I love it. It's really, really fun. It's really, really fun. I took your recommendation from last week. I bought the Ezio collection. Which AC game was the one you said was terrible? AC Unity? No, AC Unity is not bad. It, 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 it had a terrible launch because it launched with all these uh, glitches and bugs so it sadly it, it apparently it was actually a really good game once it got fixed and so all anybody remembered was all of the memes about like AC Unity looking horrible right <laughs> Unity was unplayable. Unity hands down best AC ever. Do you see what I'm saying? You got people saying it's like the best. Well, what the frick? How's that how's that dadgum possible, right? How's that possible? Well, I'll tell you how it's possible. They fixed it and then people continued playing it and were like well, this is actually a freaking good game. What in the heck y'all do, right? All right, let's turn that off. 
I, what am I doing? I'm, I'm getting ready to do a short. There won't be a Reforge update here. Plan to cover World Slayer by any chance? Oh, shoot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be able to do that. That's next week, Tuesday. That's next Tuesday. We'll be able to do that. We will be able to do that. That's going to be... Um, Annotations. We don't need that, but we want to get him like that. Um, What's the delay? It's not a delay. The the producer, not the CEO, my thumbnail's wrong, uh, but the producer spoke out about the delay and said that um, basically it's not going to (laughs) happen. All right, I'm getting I'm going to bump us to the next stream. I'm going to put a link in chat. Uh is this the right link or did I link to his video? Okay, no. Okay, it's the right link. All right, there's a link in chat. It's also pinned at the top of the chat. That's where we're going just in case YouTube acts goofy, it should redirect you. I'm going to need my headphones on to listen to this. The latest Starfield news has a lot of people discussing the game, comparing it, hearing things about flight and planets, and even hearing confirmation of Fallout 5. So, whenever there's Starfield news, we want to cover it, but we also want to do reaction content on the channel. There's lots of people out there sharing their thoughts and their ideas about the various games that are out there, and this will be a reaction to Mr. Matty Plays. He made a video about the Starfield versus No Man's Sky comparisons. I thought it was a good video to do some reaction content with. The link to his video is below. We do want to give him credit for his video. I am going to bring people over from the stream this morning. We were talking about God of War Ragnarok. We were talking about the delay and how the 